with sound. Oh, wow. This feels new, right? feels like, you know, like, we've never done this before. It feels like, what do I say? Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> all right. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Watch With Sound. My name is Josh Landicho, and with me is... Carmela Ocampo. And yes, we are back with a movie review. It's been almost a month since our last one, so you know. So thank you for coming back, listeners, if you guys are listening, unless we're just talking to nobody. But either way, we are back with a movie review, and it is on the new Marvel film, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, directed by my boy Sam Raimi. Starring Benedict Cumberbatch, Elizabeth Olsen, Sochi Gomez, Chuatel Ejiofor, Benedict Wong, and Rachel McAdams. So with that, Carmela, what was your expectations, your context, your preconceived notion before watching the film Doctor Strange? First of all, hello everyone. <laughs> Great to be back. I'm feeling fine. Um, Hi, Carmela. <laughs> But yeah. It's um, been a while. We're pretty rusty, so uh, <laughs> bear with us, apparently. <laughs> it was our three-year anniversary, like, weeks ago, so there you go. Um, but yeah, for this movie, I was mainly excited because Sam Raimi is directing or directed it, and then I was mildly excited to see the character of Scarlet Witch showing up again, so that was cool. And after seeing WandaVision, I enjoyed that show. I think I can't remember if I in hindsight I enjoyed it I think at the time I like did I like totally destroyed it on a review but anyways but yeah overall very low expectations because it's a Marvel movie so oh shit <laughs> like gunshots like gunfire <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. that'd be cool yeah put it in but yeah like I I feel like you'd feel or you kind of felt the same way um in terms of excitement mainly because of Sam Raimi but um what were your expectations um so for me uh yeah I was very excited for Sam Raimi big Sam Raimi fan Evil Dead Evil Dead 2 Army of Darkness Drag Me to Hell the original Spider-Man like I loved every single one of those I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly I'm just a fan of like what he's done with the horror space and just the space of filmmaking and everything like that. So I was very excited for him because it's been a while since he's done uh, a superhero movie, let alone a movie in general. I don't remember the last thing he's done. But yeah, he comes back with a Marvel film coming from Spider-Man, having that experience. Um, so I was very excited for that. And I and I heard like rumors that this Doctor Strange is supposed to be like horror-based, like it's supposed to be kind of like a scary movie. It's like, oh shit, that's tight. And then, yeah, same with you. Like, I remember what you said on Scarlet Witch. You you liked it, but the ending was what kind of got you off guard. Like, you didn't really um, like it. Um, I liked the, that show overall. The, me- the ending was messy, but I still had a lot of fun with it. And uh, prepare the gunshots, but a little low expectations because of Marvel. Because it is Marvel. I had, like, lower <laughs> expectations. But I do love Doctor Strange as the character and as the first film. So, like, a little higher expectations because I know that, like... Doctor Strange in particular always has a different aesthetic as regards to like how the movies look and feel and what it's about sometimes. I feel like it's different from your one of the run of the mill like Iron Man, Thor, all those like heavily superhero based movies. Like a lot of Doctor Strange stuff is like psyche and trippiness and more or less of like what happens when you like destroy like reality essentially. 
so for the most part i was somewhat more excited than a usual marvel film but still low expectations but yeah i guess with that before we get into the actual meat and potatoes of the film i want to give everyone a big spoiler alert i know these movies are like the biggest thing to happen in box office like pretty often um so if you haven't watched it yet pause the episode right now go watch it come back listen to the episode if you want to spoil it for yourself for whatever reason go ahead and continue listening to this episode but with saying that carmelo would you like to give a little plot summary of the film dr strange in the multiverse of madness dr strange teams up with a mysterious girl who can travel across multiverses to combat an enemy that threatens to wipe out millions across the multiverse whoa millions oh my god (laughs) so many (laughs) (laughs) so many people oh my god (laughs) um so i guess uh off bat we will try and hold our mcu rant (laughs) until the later end of the episode (laughs) but yeah i guess we'll just get into it carmelo how did you feel about the movie how did your, you know, your stand, like, did it meet your standards, your expectations? Did it blow your expectations out of the water? Like, how did you feel after watching this film? I really enjoyed this movie. I had so much fun in the theater. Like, I don't know if it's because the bar was, like, on the floor, basically. But, yeah, like, I had a really good time, like, like watching this movie. I would probably watch it again, like, in the background or something just for fun. Um, it's definitely, like at the top right now of one of my favorite marvel movies in general just because like of the fun factor but yeah that has everything to do with like how much of this movie leans on horror and how much like i i can see sam raimi's like fingerprint on everything so that was that was so fun to see and so fun to experience um but yeah in terms of i think a marvel movie i it was fine it was like like honestly it wrapped up probably the cleanest um since like since recent memory i'm trying to think of like the past marvel movies that came out i think shang chi and like black widow kind of like wrapped up very mess in a very messy way but this movie like the ending like the third act was like fine and it actually like concluded in a very like good bow i was like okay like this is fine this is it's actually ended like pretty well so yeah like overall like i really enjoyed this movie um and i had a lot of fun with it but yeah how did you feel see a month later right still the same wavelength um for me (laughs) yeah i also had a lot of fun with it and when i went out of the theater i remember telling sophie and stanley just like oh this might be like one of my favorite like marvel films in a minute like definitely in the top because it was just incredibly fun yeah you had like your usual like marvel banter marvel stakes and like all the like weird script or pacing that you know marvel tends to do and i know that like kevin feige in particular had a lot of hand in this film like i remember reading a headline that said like kevin feige told sam Raimi to reshoot like 70 percent of the movie um which is a lot honestly and i'm also wondering like how it was before those changes knowing sam Raimi. but yeah like i was very surprised and also really, really stoked to see, like you said, like Sam Raimi's hands in certain parts of the, of the movie. Even like the script was like, oh, that's definitely like a Sam Raimi thing, like he said. Um, I think the third act was very, very strong. It was like 
the third like the middle of the third was definitely like the strongest parts of this film i think the beginning is where like it was kind of like all right let's get to it and then the after that after like all the marvel jargon all the marvel bullshits out of the way it became like sam raimi's movie and he kind of like played a lot with it had a lot of fun with it and he still you know kept his same hallmarks of like these very like badass one-liners after killing someone like when Rachel McAdams kills like a zombie person, he's like, she's like, go back to hell. And she like does the thing like hundred <laughs> yeah. percent, like a Sam Raimi thing to do. And then like, of course the ending, which is also very Sam Raimi of like Dr. Strange walking down the street. And then like all of a sudden, like he's possessed and like he's in pain and the third eye comes out. Oh, and it's like, again, another Sam Raimi ending is like evil dead and, uh, drag me to hell. They always have like mm-hmm. these seemingly happy endings, but end off in like a oh my god what just happened kind of a thing oh and not to mention too bruce campbell back in a marvel film back in a sam raimi film pleasant pleasant surprise i already kind of guessed it like i think it was kind of obvious but when i saw him i was like oh shit bruce campbell bruce campbell babe that's bruce campbell like (laughs) and then like also to the ending kind of like uh or the post credit scene i believe kind of giving a nod to like evil dead and Bruce Campbell's character and also just the goofiness of Bruce Campbell, him beating himself up and like having fun with that, just still really selling that kind of thing and and having that goofy fun. And a lot of it really, really had Sam Raimi's handprint on it. And I like was having so much fun with it, especially like the deaths and the gore, which was very surprising. How did you feel about those scenes? (laughs) Yeah, like let's get right into that whole scene. I feel like it was so antithetical to like what marvel is all about or like what the mcu is all about which is like oh cameo here cameo there like look at this person this is a reference to this upcoming thing and then fucking wanda just like levels all of them like one by one like holy shit that was great it was like it was so crazy like it was such a ballsy like scene but also like very sam raimi to like excite fans and then all of a sudden take it away from them in like the goriest way possible like holy crap (laughs) yeah i could definitely watch that whole scene like over and over again because of just how fucking hilarious it was like i feel like that was kind of i don't know if that was meant to be like a fuck you to marvel but it kind of felt like it honestly in like the best way but yeah that was that was so fun that was so enjoyable and that just that entire like scene was like probably my favorite part of the movie like from wanda destroying the entire fucking illuminati i freaking hated that he they called it that i was like this i hated is it too i was i was rolling like, my eyes shit. like rolling my eyes to the back of my head I was like, oh my god the Illuma what <laughs> i was like oh my god <laughs> um anyways yeah from wanda just like destroying all of these you know potential cameos to her like this like t- for like her to chase them down this like creepy ass tunnel and like man it was so fun but yeah how did you feel about that scene oh man yeah so i think that's why we like it so much like they had that scene to anger these like mcu fanboys Dude, fan yeah girls, fan everyone people. was mad i was like because like, like i watched it a second time and i was like like ready like watching everyone i was like like i was spectating like oh shit they're gonna freak out when they see <laughs> it was so sick because it 
of course, like the cameos are always fun. I love like the fact they got John Krasinski in there. They got Captain Carter. They had Professor X, the OG Professor X. Like that was really fun. Like I, it was really cool. And like I was like in my head, like oh, they're probably gonna help them out or something, help them beat them. And then like <laughs> fucking like they they go into like that lobby area where they're gonna stop, try and stop Scarlet Witch and. He's like, he has the power to scream your ear off, whatever he says. And like, dude, oh man. With his mouth. And Scarlet Witch is like, what mouth? And then it just like goes back. And then like, he has no mouth. And he's like freaking out. So he tries screaming and then he dies. His he eyes blows like pop. His he brains blows his face. out. I he know. blows his freaking brains out. So sick. <laughs> so tight. I was like, yo. <laughs> I was like so surprised and like so shocked and like very excited about that. I was like, what? That was so sick. And like, <laughs> also, just how badass, like, Scarlet Witch was with the script as well. Again, maybe a Sam Raimi thing, maybe not, but everything that, like, Scarlet Witch said was so sick. I was like, yo, this is so tight. <laughs> like, yo. <laughs> like, the first part was like, bring me America here peacefully. And we, you know, this and that. And he goes, like, what if I don't? And then she's like, then Wanda's not gonna be asking Scarlet Witches, and then the the music comes dun dun dun. I'm like, oh fuck, she's <laughs> business. And then yeah, it was just like, oh shit. And then also like the fucking line with John Krasinski, where she's like, are you is your mo- is your wife Dude, still alive? That was she's sick. Like, he's like, yeah. And he's like, okay, good. The kids will or someone <laughs> will take care of the kids then. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Scarlet Witch. have a mother to take care of them. <laughs> world star <laughs> i was like fuck so sick that was so sick <laughs> honestly and then she literally just like turns him into string cheese freaking like slices <laughs> captain carter in half smushes captain marvel and i wish they had this scene longer but with the way they killed professor x like the way Dude, he like yeah. got bamboozled and she becomes this crazy demon lady and snaps his neck dope and again like when i was watching the second time i was literally just like watching this the crowd and stuff like that and like i remember it was so sick because i remember one dude like like kind of talking he kind of talked loudly but he's talking to himself like please don't kill professor x please don't kill professor x and then <laughs> and then she kills professor x and dude is like oh no like he like slumped in his chair all sad i was like oh poor guy i guess but that's so <laughs> funny it was so sick i was like ah. i was like kind of laughing but like oh uh, yeah. <laughs> he died <laughs> oh but yeah also trash name illuminati super cringy and super like dude yeah outdated <laughs> i'm glad scarlet witch just like tore him a new one and just like eliminated that possibility of that being a thing <laughs> um but yeah like that also i want to talk about the scene where like the evil doctor strange dies the way he dies is like a mortal combat fatality and the way that they showed it so clearly on screen was also yeah, really sick that was crazy like he gets like up i forgot what happens he gets uppercut or something falls out the window and just gets stabbed yeah. in between the fence i was like yo what like you would suspect like they would like you know do it off camera but then like it like so visibly they got away him. with it yeah yeah somehow they just like let it happen i was like yo what <laughs> yo some yo yo pg-13 <laughs> there are kids here <laughs> but i guess with saying that like do you think this movie was meant to be rated r and do you think that like marvel sort of had to like nerf that idea because of sales and accessibility to watching it and things like that do you think that like 
this is supposed to have a rated R. I think there was like a rumor about it, but I'm not entirely sure. But like, do you think there was supposed to be a rated? It was supposed to be rated R, and how do you think that would have changed the film? It's hard to say. I'm kind of like, is there even a rated R Marvel movie? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think no, they're right? ever okay. Because they they can't honestly. I think Marvel itself cannot like make that business decision because it will fuck up their numbers or whatever right yeah that's what that's what makes me think like i don't think it was even meant to be rated r but i feel like raimi pushed it to the edge like push it as far as he can go basically and like got away with like a lot i'm kind of like i don't know i'm i'm kind of satisfied with what how entertaining that was i don't i'm not like if we if there is a rated r version out there like that's cool i'd love to see it but i'm definitely not one of those people who are like release the rated r cut blah 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 i don't know how do you feel or like what do you think did you think it was supposed to be rated r and it got nerfed or did you think it was meant to be already pg-13 I might be one of those people that would be like, really straight at our version now? Because <laughs> honestly, it does feel like it's pushing the boundaries. And I think um, for that reason that it was supposed to be rated R. Like, I, it, all, all that points to it, you know, like the horror aspect of it, how these people die, um, the ruthlessness of Scarlet Witch. I feel like it was supposed to be a rated R film or like maybe had that floating idea somewhere in this movie. Like if they were trying to question that for whatever reason, I think there is supposed to be a version of that and i i wish that was the case because like i feel like it'd been a lot more funner a lot more gorier a lot more horror based really put sam raimi in his element like i think it would have been a lot of fun having a rated r marvel film like the first rated r marvel film and, and like i feel like also too just that statement alone will bring you know the revenue they may need but at the same time i totally understand that like that may stop some other people from watching it like little kids and and different audiences the accessibility of it like i think would have stopped a lot of people from watching this film which i kind of get i get you know marvel is a business first and foremost disney is a business first and foremost but man it just sucks like <laughs> imagine like the possibilities of a rated r marvel <laughs> film and especially this film too would have been so fun i think it cinematography or cinema wise like they've missed a very big opportunity business wise i totally get it and i totally get why it has to be PG-13 for any case, for any matter. But man, if there is a rated R version, I would love to see that just because like, I was already having fun with this version, even though it seemed a little like holding their punches. But man, if there is a rated R version, that'd be so sick. I would be first in line to watch that for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to imagine like another character they could possibly have a rated R movie for. That would be as interesting and I'm like, I can't really, like, think of anyone. Like, all the Earth people are like, you know, we've kind of seen what they can do. I'm like, ah, I'm not, like, that in interested in seeing, what, Falcon punch someone so hard they bleed <laughs> his head yeah, too much. His head explodes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, I'm like, that's ah. the thing, right? Like, in any capacity, like any other of these superhero movies, if they were rated R, it would mainly just because of, like, cussing or, like, doing something vulgar. That's the only reason why they'd be rated R. But from this one, like, this one had so many things that could, like, really play on that rating and play on that idea of being a radar film that that's why I feel like that's, like, the only obvious solution is this film could have been rated R. Maybe if there was, like, a WandaVision or Scarlet Witch movie later in the road that is hella scary and could be rated R, I guess that'd work. But as a 
character and as a you know like the subject matter of this this character and this ip i feel like this one fits the most with it having that rated r rating but you know what you, what could you do you know what i'm saying what could what could you say i don't know one can dream but yeah alas but yeah i remember you saying you already like really like dr strange just character even before seeing this movie so does that mean like you really enjoyed that first film and like kind of what like who his character was going into this movie is too yeah i think uh after the first film i was very like whoa he's actually really cool because <laughs> i didn't i think before watching that film i didn't know anything about him or anything like about what that sort of uh universe was but after watching that first film i was like oh my god this is really sick like this <laughs> is like a marvel inception movie and that was when that movie, first movie came out a long time ago so that was i was probably thinking mm-hmm. like that like oh inception marvel it's like the same thing um <laughs> and that's sort of where like i hold it close to me as his character uh someone that like broke these like universes that played with reality and especially the movie itself really played with like its cinematography the cgi the buildings moving this kaleidoscope effect of of buildings and and um universes just like alternating and stuff like that that was something that like really caught my eye and i think after that first film i definitely was like oh he might be like my favorite hero or my favorite movie just because we had like you know the iron man the thor whatever the iron um captain america those kind of like one of the mill films that sort of like seem the same you know they fight crime fight bad guys um in a normal world or whatever um or in a galaxy guards of the galaxy <laughs> like i think dr strange was something that like really stuck to me because it was just so different and so unique in, in my opinion and then so before before coming to this movie that really helped me kind of set the bar a little higher than i usually do with marvel films because like oh it's dr strange like it was the black sheep of like the first round of marvel films that were coming out it was something that's so different from everything else so like i kind of had those goggles on of being like this may not be the same marvel film also sam raimi was in it so i was like i had those two things to sort of like raise that bar for me and and view the view this movie in a different got like different lens before even watching it how about you how did you feel about the first doctor strange film how did you feel about like that character that ip and those that sort of like universe and how it you know portrayed itself in the first one and how do you feel it portrayed itself in the second one it had come out so long ago i just checked it came out in 2016 so that's been like six years since it came out so yeah like it was kind of hard for me to like kind of remember like my attachment to that movie because it had been so long i kind of wish i rewatched it before seeing this but yeah like i remember enjoying it and i thought it was really cool and i i think like coming out of that movie i didn't really like have a super emotional like attachment to his character but i did like you know everything the movie was doing in terms of yeah like visuals and like the character themselves like really opening up this other like side to marvel like the supernatural like side of like magic and all that um and then with like wandavision that also kind of like um expanded that type of like power that type of side to marvel so and that type of like stuff in the comics was always more interesting to me too like than like the stuff happening in space i guess but yeah like i i like this doctor strange but he does feel different from the one 
like from the movie that I saw like six years ago, I guess. But I like how they like attempted to like connect them with Rachel McAdams, of course. They're like, hey, remember her? Remember the love interest from the first movie? Yeah, he's still in love with her, remember? And I'm like, okay, I guess. I guess I'll buy into this. Yeah, overall, like I like how they brought her back and like, you know, tied that, like had that emotional tie to it, which definitely helped, like obviously for you to like, you know, root for him, root for them, root for her throughout like this current movie. So yeah, yeah, like I think just because of how like long it had been since the first movie had come out, I I had a moment in the beginning where I was like, okay, I got to get into this mindset again. (laughs) Like this Doctor Strange. Okay, so he's this guy. Okay. Um, I mean, it's funny too, because like, yeah, it's been six years since the last movie, but also... During those six years, we always had a sprinkle of him somewhere. We had, like, in Avengers, Endgame, Infinity War, sprinkled into there. Like, here's Doctor Strange a little bit. Here he is in freaking Spider-Man. And, like, he is sprinkled within these different universes that, like, we see him enough. But then, like, at the second film, we're like, who's this guy again? Stephen Strange? (laughs) That's his name? It's not Doctor Strange? Mr. Doctor? (laughs) Uh, And then, like, I totally forgot about Rachel McAdams, too. Like, oh, yeah, I forgot they had this little thing going on, like... Um, I madly forgot there was a Social Supreme, but I also knew that Wong was a character, but I really didn't understand who he was until, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, you know he's there. You know he is, like, Doctor Strange's homie, but you never know, like, what actually he is. So it's just like, oh, okay, he's there, too. Oh, yeah, I forgot his cape, like, catches things and, and chases things. It's just, yeah, it's just funny, because, like, we, it's been six six years, but, like, we still see Doctor Strange, like, in these little sprinkles, but it's also been so long that we forget like the character's world and how he lives that, which is interesting. Yeah. And like, I guess for Wanda, like Wanda's character, it was totally different because like, I think we had that because we had WandaVision, like that entire like show about her last year, I think it came out. Um, you know, like, I feel like I was more familiar with her than like the actual main character. Um, but also like she, she kind of felt like, like, I, I totally, like, obviously, we all saw, like, her villainous turn after, like, you know, the events of WandaVision, but I feel like there was, like, a weird heroic moment at the end of that show that kind of, like, played her up to be, like, like a good character, like, she's kind of like, oh, like, like, oh, I didn't mean anything I did, I learned my lesson, like, now I'm gonna go chill out here in the middle of nowhere. And it was weird. And I was like, okay. Like, I kind of feel like they should have played more into, like, literally setting her up as a villain towards the end of that show. Kind of, like, having that through line of expectation all the way to this movie, I feel like that would have made more sense to me. But, yeah, like, it didn't bother me that much But because we all saw it coming. But, yeah, how did you kind of feel about that? That sort of small inconsistency. Um... I kind of liked it because I think, yeah, after that show, I definitely felt like uh, she became, you know, she learned from her lesson. Like, she understands that, like, she put these people under her trance and she was forcing them to do that and she doesn't have a family, this and that. And then I thought she was able to turn it over a new leaf and, like, okay, I'm going to chill out and do my own thing kind of a thing. Um, and then this movie, I thought, like, Doctor Strange and WandaVision are going to be working together. Um, I thought she was going to be like his buddy or whatever and, and try to get through whatever I was trying to get through and fix whatever. So I thought she was good. And I like going into the movie, 
and then seeing all this stuff happen the way she talks and like the whole like veil over like the the desolate wasteland that she lives in i was like oh shit she a bad guy this she's the villain of the film i was like oh shit that's so sick um and i had a lot of fun with that and also that reveal too of like oh it's not a creature it's witchcraft and then they're like oh shit who does that (laughs) and they're like (laughs) who does that that stuff i don't know and they go into that which is really really fun and i think of course like the the wandavision ending was very messy right we i think we both agreed on that like it was weird that like she turns everything off she's like all right i'm good now thank you for your bodies that i used to become like this fake sitcom like it was weird (laughs) It was very messy, and, like, I didn't understand, like, who was the actual villain there, like, what was actually happening, and the ending was just, like, really confusing, so it's like, okay, I guess, like, she's good now, whatever, but I think um, that con- inconsistency, or that, I guess, consistency in a weird way, helped the movie for me just to be, like, surprised and, like, oh, shit, like, she's a bad guy, she's so badass, too, like, she's <laughs> she's actually crazy now, <laughs> she's actually diving into, like, the WandaVision, you know, psyche and all that. Yeah, no, I think that that was a clever part on whoever wrote this movie. I don't think it was Raimi. I think they used that sort of like confusion from WandaVision and kind of like played played with it and played with the audience and like tricked you early on, which I like, I, I, I kind of saw it coming, but I still enjoyed it. And I was like, this is so like, it felt almost very campy. I was like, it was like this whole like, like reveal i'm the villain just kidding (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's funny too because even like twitter twitter also thought like she was a good guy too because remember that part that part of the trailer she's like oh you do this and you're a hero i do that and i'm the bad guy and then everyone's like oh well you did put like thousands of people under a trance (laughs) that they couldn't and like even twitter like kind of soaked up that like well you did do something wrong like i understand why you think you're so good and then you go into the movie like, oh shit, that bitch crazy. She really did think she's like a she's like a good person. So like I, I kind of like that that they did that. And like you said too, the way they written it, the way they, the way they kind of connected it and written it was like really good to way that the way that they like sort of supplemented her character and made her that villain. Yeah, and like just a shout out to Elizabeth Olsen's performance as Scarlet Witch, like. True, she was, true. she had fun i could tell like she true, she did she was great she was so good like she was too good at playing crazy <laughs> but yeah she she played enough crazy but also by the end like very vulnerable where i felt empathy for her and i was like oh my gosh like i actually feel really sad for her but anyways let's talk about who actually teamed up with dr strange oh god <laughs> <laughs> oh man i want you to read what you wrote here (laughs) out loud word for word i tweeted this too i was like they really had to name that bitch america like that girl america like of all names like they really had to like they pulled you know names out of a hat and they came out with america and okay another thing that really pissed me off about her name specifically they couldn't just call her erica you know they couldn't like nickname her they had to say america every time and I was like, yo, like, this is not the space to be calling this hero, quote unquote, America and have this whole thing. Like, I was like, ah, she doesn't really need. And then you have Illuminati. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> you guys really have to put, like, the two cringiest things ever into one movie and name it the worst things ever. Oh, man. Like, I, if her name was America, just be like, oh, people call me Erica. 
you know, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> That's an easy solution there. Like, just be like, yo, my name is America, but they call me Erica. There have been a lot of recent events currently in America in which made me very, like, put the sour face on every time I heard her name. Because, like, oh, I don't want to. I'm trying to watch a movie about fiction. not trying to think about, like, what's happening in America. America. Currently. Yeah, I was yeah. like, ugh. Oh, I forgot her name's that. <laughs> like, just keep watching the movie. <laughs> just like, yo, why? What's wrong here? Why can't you just like I don't know rename her for some I don't know. Honestly, I was just like so upset at that throughout the like during the movie. I was kind of upset, like just thinking like it was just like in the back of my head, like yo, they really had to name this girl that. Like they couldn't like you know think of anything else. If it is a comic book thing, I don't know. Who cares? Just rename it and still you know. Oh my middle name's America. I don't know. Do something you know just do something different <laughs> just I, like, do something <laughs> just do something because i like specifically i remember i don't know what happened because so many things have happened this week in america in our society that we live um that like made me really like have a growth like really like be grossed out by it and i was like damn i really can't like not focus on that because it's reminding me of the horrors of actual america but yeah, that's it. That's that's the reason why I put this on this outline. I just want to like you know rant about it a little bit, <laughs> poke fun at it a little bit, just to ease my my stress and pain. Um, but what about you? How do you feel about the name America for you know this other character? I I definitely had a cringe moment the first time she said it, and then I kind of like I think I just ignored it all the other times. Definitely didn't have a violent rea- as violent of a reaction as you did. Um, but yeah, like I, I totally get what you're saying. And like, I think I was talking to some, I forgot what I was saying the other day, but I was just like realizing like, oh yeah, like Captain America is like basically America propaganda. And I was like, oh yeah, that's why the comics were made to promote America (laughs) during what year? Like this, I don't even know the sixties, seventies, some war, one of the wars. <laughs> Honestly, like, probably, oh, yeah. probably, probably the Cold War because they had like I think in the movie, oh they yeah, had, like, probably the Red Devil or something, like, yeah, some, like obvious like anti-communist villain or something like that. Like I'm pretty sure it was like yeah. during the Cold War. Uh, yeah, I'm like, do we need more American propaganda? Like, it's just also very weird. Like, I don't know. I, I I'm not equipped to like take a stance or like not take a stance to like talk about the subject matter of like her race either compared to when calling her american i'm like what does that mean to an immigrant like you know oh, like Oof. can you imagine I like did not even think about that well i did kind of think about that but also i was like huh interesting yeah so i'm i'm just throwing that out there that's all i'm gonna say about it but anyways um so this so her character and dr strange's pairing is one of my favorite types of pairings in movies where you have the inexperienced young person with powers who can't control them and the experienced sensei who's like, you can do it, I support you. But at the same time, they're learning about themselves. They're teaching each other in the end. Mm -hmm. It's great. It's very wholesome. Classic, honestly. Like, oh, I can't control my powers. Yes, you can. All right, I can. And then that's how they end (laughs) up. And then Dr. Strange is like, I can't, I'm not going to change. I'm just the same person. I have to hold the knife. And she's like, no, he's he's different. This one's different. Yeah, he's a different (laughs) Dr. Strange. And they advocate for each other, support Uh each other. uh 
I yeah, love it. Know. It's great. <laughs> I enjoyed that pairing. And they got, the, you... they got the whole like ending of like, hey, Mr. Strange. Yeah, kid. I'm glad I fell into the universe. <laughs> so am I. And then they like <laughs> part ways, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, wholesome. You go, you know? <laughs> After all the violence and murder and gore, it's just such a such a great contrast to have such a precious like pairing yeah. like that i don't so know precious so simple you know so simple clockwork so like effective clockwork, right yeah, exactly effective, like so clockwork. effective yeah. just like yes this happens they support each other she controls her powers at the end they have the corny <laughs> cheesy line about how they glad they're met and it's good we're all good here we got it easy like, <laughs> easy <laughs> easy peasy <laughs> um yeah like in terms of her future very interested to see how she shows up next i wish she just kind of like shows up in every single marvel movie from now on randomly like punches a star walks in just like hey y'all pieces out (laughs) hey y'all it's me america all right hey i'm america (laughs) don't forget about me Good old America, you know. <laughs> Remember where you're at, where you're Stay seeing this school, film. Pay your taxes later. <laughs> <laughs> Red, white, and blue. Hope you don't forget. <laughs> All right. So I see you wrote here the steps of the movie, beginning, middle, and end. That is how you make a film, everyone. <laughs> you, you get a beginning, you get a middle, and you get an end. That's it. You know, it's it's been a while, all right? We haven't done this in a while. It's been a month. You know, I've mentioned the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. I kind of mentioned this already before. Like, the beginning of the film was very slow, had all the Marvin, Marvel stuff. Um, even with everyone knowing he's Doctor Strange and all that, it became this very, like, oh, yeah, I'm Doctor Strange, but I lost the love of my life because of my career and because of my superheroism. Oh, yeah, I am one of the Avengers. I am one of the people that helped everyone. la la da 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 And then, like, yeah, all of that become you know, they say all that, do all the, you know, you know, we all know, right? We all know. And then, you know, the middle and ending, which are my favorite parts that, like, really stepped the game up, really, like, dug deep into this film dug deep into the kills the gore the multiverses and all that like like minus the marvel jargon and all that everything became great and i think i just wanted to point that out that's why i wrote that there just to be like once we got past the marvel stuff this movie was fantastic and i love that we saw the sam raimi handprint this fingerprint everywhere but yeah how did you feel about that how did you feel about the pacing as regards to like the beginning how you felt at the middle and at the end how did you feel about you know those steps in the film the process of that and at what point we're like all right this movie is gonna be good kind of a thing you know where did you get that yeah i i totally agree with what you said about the beginning at this point i feel like i'm so used to this formula of like you know we have a setup and then we have the middle of the movie which is like very transitional a lot of like action takes place and then we have the third act which is always either is go right or wrong it always almost goes wrong um but yeah like i think at this point i'm pretty jaded so when all of the marvel stuff or all of the setup was happening and i was like okay they have to tie it into the snap they have to tie it in with thanos they have to tie it in with like his backstory his past love interest i was like okay okay they have to (laughs) um and then they have to somehow like you know integrate like i forget what their fortress is called but do you remember? I don't even know. Whatever. They had to tie that in. And I was like, okay, they're all going to lose and die. 
okay, like, let's move on. Let's get the ball rolling. But yeah, like, despite it being formulaic, I'd say this is probably one of the better, like, setups and payoffs, I'd have to say, like, in re- since, since recent movies. Um, I think maybe the second best one was Shang-Chi, because that was at least very interesting and very new. So yeah, I, I'll give it that, you know, I'll end on a positive note. And I guess uh, one interesting question that uh, was written on here, just because, you know, a certain movie came out before this, but Carmela, how do you feel this movie handled the multiverse? Whoa. Um, yeah, I think it was very Marvel. <laughs> it was cool. It was like entertaining, I guess. Uh, nothing groundbreaking or anything to me. I like what they did in terms of like the overall like message and like you know I like how Doctor Strange got to meet different versions of or the version of himself that w- went like crazy. I guess I like the idea. Like I like the problem he was kind of like grappling with in the beginning, where he's like everyone's telling him he is not going to change. He is who he is. And then he gets to go through all of these different multiverses and kind of like discovers like, wait a minute, like I, like I could be different. I'm, I could be different in all of these different places. It just depends on like the choices I make and blah, blah, blah. So I kind of like how that sort of like ended up as a character arc in terms of how the multiverse played with Dr. Strange's character. Yeah. Like, I think the multiverse was as exciting as it could be on from a Marvel like standard. It's it wasn't boring. I was like still like it was still like cool, you know, but I wasn't like like oh my god, this is so revolutionary. They did something totally different here. But yeah, how did you feel about it? I thought it was cool. I definitely think I did like how he sort of met different of themselves especially how those different selves like kind of came to be and kind of how like it opposed him in that way like no i don't i think none of those other universes really helped him or they were dead every doctor strange into different multiverse like multiverses like were dead or didn't help him i did love that that like dark version of him that evil version of him and like the way he sort of like tries to attack him and they have that like little musical fight which is fun <laughs> um which is very creative honestly it's uh, that was something that i was surprised by too like oh wait this is kind of tight like i feel like like i haven't seen like something that creative as regards like a fighting 204 marvel in a while yeah i was gonna say that was like one of my favorite scenes um shay like did not like it he said it was too corny and campy i was like that's why i like it it's (laughs) so (laughs) they use like they also use like the typical like beethoven songs like yeah you know like they not that's star wars sorry but they did like you know i I know what you're yeah yeah. you know (laughs) i know what you're talking about there you go that's (laughs) that's the one Okay, that's then, yeah, okay, that's it. Was so fun. I liked it. That so was much. really cool. Yeah, so yeah. unique, so different. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as a guys of the multiverse, they really used it in um, a Marvel way. I guess I can say in the best way possible. They used it obviously for the storytelling device and to sort of supplement Doctor Strange as a character, supplement like America's voyage through those multiverses, and be like, 
in every one of them you try to kill me oh and then you know have that funny moment of like all oh, the food's free here and then also they had that bruce campbell moment which is fun and also sort of begged the question of like oh if you could be with rachel why wouldn't you be in a universe with rachel oh if there's a universe with your children why wouldn't you be in the universe with your children and having that idea of ha- attaining happiness in a different world in a different life that was really interesting to to sort of uh, see and comment on and and how that sort of plays into their characters as well pretty pretty fun in a, in a marvel way like i think for marvel they really did do a great job into making this sort of film as regards to having multiverses having these different different versions of themselves comments on different aspects of their lives and stuff like that that's really cool i applaud them it was fun good good job <laughs> good um, job <laughs> good job um you know they they definitely like don't own that whatsoever they don't own the idea of multiverses they don't you know other movies could do it other movies may have done it better well i don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't say know. it <laughs> i don't know what do you i don't know what you always say well say what but yeah <laughs> with multiple multiverse movies out carmela how do you think the overall message was in this one compared to i don't know other movies right <laughs> that have multiverses in it hmm. how do you feel you know how do you weigh on that subject for me you know talk about it for me you know uh yeah i think i kind of touched on it in terms of like what i liked about the multiverse and how it, and how it played into like dr strange's character i i liked how it actually did like had a message first of all i feel like if this was directed or written by anyone else it might have just been a device like and that was it no substance involved kind of thing but it actually played into the story and that was fantastic at this point i the multiverse concept is sort of like the groundhog day concept time loop i feel like i feel like these like devices or patterns kind of like change like i like seeing how each movie that has these devices is made and how different its messaging is. And I like seeing how creative people can get with it. And yeah, like the movie that you're silently referring to had a very incredible message that was just incredibly emotionally uplifting and fulfilling. I'm sorry. I don't think I know (laughs) what movie you're talking about. Do you want to, you know, what movie uh, are you talking yeah. about? You want to um, I think it's called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, but I could be oh, wrong. I'm not sure. Oh, that <laughs> film, that movie. Yeah, that flick. Yeah. I, uh, that flick, that picture. <laughs> <laughs> that picture, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar with that, familiar with it. Yeah, yeah, Go on, go on. Yeah, like, I, I'm not trying to say, like, one was one message was better than the other because there's like two totally different movies like i'm not i totally know i'm not gonna get a message like that from a freaking marvel movie you know like but i don't know maybe have a little faith carmelo come on (laughs) but yeah like at this point i am kind of like excited to see how different movies like utilize this at the in the same like vain as like the time loop but yeah how did you feel about like the multiverse usage here um first of all good point i feel like that was a really good point of calling this like the new repeating your days sort of mechanic or sort of theme that like movies are gonna start using like happy death day the original groundhog day 
um those are the things of that nature like i feel like now multiverses are kind of in that that limelight especially with this movie and um that one movie you mentioned um what's it called everything everywhere at once yeah they also <laughs> use that sort of device um but yeah as regards to like how this was was used in a marvel film and and how it sort of directed it itself for the story was really good i think like like you said if it was directed or written by someone else it would i think it would milk the idea of that multiverse idea of like seeing like iron man or seeing like you know these different characters in the most whoa he's here whoa that's a different actor whoa and i think it would have just sort of stopped at that i mean even with the sort of like narrative of seeing these different doctor stranges and having that overall theme of like he might not be different he may be different is very like surprisingly potent to me like i think that was something that i didn't see in this movie or like see that they were going to talk about not to mention too commenting on like what i said earlier the potential happiness of being in a different universe and staying in that universe forever is something that like really really created more emotion to this film and especially it being an mcu film it's really hard to get that message without like falling falling flat on its face this one was like kind of there and it kind of had that potency of like the message of being different than all these other multiverses being that only person that could go through multiverses and sort of dealing with that sort of situation and yeah i i think as regards to multiverses uh it's definitely not the best movie that used it but you know marvel film good i think it was good um and before we go into our last question i want to ask you carmella the infamous part of this episode where you know we honestly sparked some good ideas i don't know if anyone's used it if anyone wants to reach out to us um watch it sound you know um but yeah rewriters corner carmella is there anything you'd like to rewrite you know pitch any ideas out there maybe someone will pick it up who knows <laughs> Ooh, maybe can find me anyone uh, anyone <laughs> I think overall I'm very satisfied with how this movie went. I think Sam Raimi is very good. Was very like good at like executing like a very A to B plot, I guess. It was like very clear like what the objectives were and the journey itself was kind of like where he had fun with it, but I think if I would change anything, I would change uh that last scene in the third act where Scarlet Witch goes into Wanda's universe where her kids are. They're all scared and terrified of her. And I kind of wanted Scarlet Witch to kill Wanda in that universe. See, See how horrified and scarred her kids are. And then kind of like, you know, have the same realization. And then I just kind of like wanted her to live with heavier consequences you know what I mean? Rather than, like... Because the movie, it was more so, like, the reaction to her of, like, like oh, like, don't hurt my mom, blah, blah, blah. That she kind of, like, had that whole realization of, like, oh, shit, like, I'm going to take away someone's mom. But what if she actually did? Like, holy crap. That would have been crazy. Damn. And no, that'd be, that would have been sick. That, that would have been idea. really cool. And I feel like, yeah, like, that moment would have been, like, way more, like, heavier, way more impactful. And, like... I don't know, Marvel might like this, like, set up a thing where those two kids, like, grow up and just hunt her down, take revenge, who knows? 
that's an idea, Kevin Feige. I'm expanding the universe. <laughs> no, at least say too, right? If they do, like, she does kill that mom. And, like, the kids are going apeshit. Because, obviously, their their mom just died. So, Scarlet, like, she's trying to call him. And, like, oh, my God, calm down, calm down. And then, like, she kind of gets that realization. When one of the kids gets a knife and stabs her. Stabs Scarlet, <laughs> oh which she's like, oh, shit. These kids are trying to kill me. They're I'm not their mother. I just killed their mother. Like I did a terrible mistake, and it becomes this like like she like falls to the ground and like oh man, I've been so sick. <laughs> like right, I've been so that was sad. the rated R ending. No, honestly, no. The rated R ending is like that happens after she kills the kids. Like, like oh, so shit. the kid stabs her right. And she's like, how oh, dare you? I'm your mother. And then blow, flies blow to the their, wall. Blow their heads up. Yeah. Yeah. Flies to the wall. Like knocks out. And then they're like dead. And then she's like, oh my god. And she's like, oh my oh, god. Shit. Yeah. Taking the knife out of her side. Like, what have I done? And then like that's where like she gets. She realizes, oh shit, I can't. I shouldn't be doing this. And then like, yeah. America does her thing. Blah blah blah. And ends up that way. But punches yeah, her. I mean, America. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's a good, that would be a good ending. That would have been crazy, honestly. That would have been cool, but that's okay, you know? I mean, like, it would have been very extreme. They would not have done that. There's like, no way. Nah, Tr- there's no way. Killing children. <laughs> Marvel movie. <laughs> you imagine, though? Honestly, if that happened, my favorite Marvel film. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, you know what? Marvel Top all spot. the way. Top spot. I, yeah. I'm buying Buy a Marvel in. shirt that night. Yeah. When I- yeah. <laughs> I get it now, guys. I know, yeah. I get the MCU now. I'm really into it. I'm watching all the shows tonight. Crazy. <laughs> Craziest payoff I've ever seen. After all these years. I know, finally. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, while while we've finished celebrating the murder of children, what about you, Josh? <laughs> um, so me, again, I'm also very satisfied with the film with Sam Raimi's directing something i would be right is definitely having that rated r rating there let the gloves come off for sam Raimi. get the gory get the whore get everything get all the everything in that cocktail mix it up and then serve it to the people see what happens <laughs> would have been really fun another thing i'd be right is um for sure 100 percent change america's name <laughs> call her erica you know why we gotta cut corners like this why do we gotta like you know do things that are cringy so definitely name her erica rename illuminati it's not what 2008 2009 <laughs> where i give a shit about illuminati like it's got to be something call it something else call it something stupid if you need to just not illuminati as hell cringy <laughs> um what else what else what else and yeah kill children <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> kill the kids kill the kids <laughs> Uh, maybe cut the first part as well. Maybe, you know, condense that a little more. Just so we could kind of dodge the um, the Marvel jargon, the, like, you're an Avenger, you're Doctor Strange. Um, dire consequences are going to happen if we don't stop, you know, WandaVision, Scarlet Witch, whatever. Definitely cut that out. But, yeah, for the most part, I am. I do like the vision that this, this movie went, especially the writing, um, how Sam Raimi was able to pull this off. The character development, even though, like, even with a lot of this stuff happening, I still really love that as well. But yeah, I think I just keep that, keep the most of the movie the same, honestly. Just those little changes that we said and talked about. <laughs> but finally, we get to the moment where we could sort of, you know, rant about the MCU, 
I think Oof. we we always been we always state our like raw emotions about it. And I think we've honestly we've probably repeated ourselves so much, but we're just so passionate about it that it just comes out again. And maybe this will be more of a controlled rant. But <laughs> how do you feel about the state of the MCU currently? No holds barred. Let us know what you think. Um, MCU fanboys, girls, people, cover your ears. Mute this part. Um, <laughs> what do you think? I fucking hate it. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I think I've reached a level of like apathy where I don't really care anymore. So I'm kind of like, it's like kind of like not super invested in any one thing. And I feel like it's definitely because I think they're still trying to figure things out. I think, you know, with the end of whatever, like the original like characters, the original cast, the original like flagship heroes, like I think they're trying to figure out who's gonna kind of be in the next set of like what's it called movies like if they're even gonna do that again or like they're just gonna continue with these one-off tv shows it it almost feels like they're kind of introducing a bunch of characters seeing how well each perform and then based on that like put them together somehow and write a story around those characters that perform the best. I honestly feel like it's based on like metrics and viewership currently and not necessarily them trying to figure out like a clever, well thought out like plan or story for any one person or any one like, I guess, set of heroes. So yeah, like it's kind of like, it's kind of a weird time right now. I feel like if I were a super fan of like the MCU, cause I feel like, like it feels kind of lost cause they're like, oh, here's Moon Knight, here's Wanda. Oh, she's bad. Oh, here's like, <laughs> here's this new people. Here's these new people. Like, like enjoy, like, let's see how you like these. Um, yeah, like, what do you, like, what are your thoughts on that? And like, how do you kind of feel about how things are currently? Um, so yeah, you kind of touched a lot of what I thought too, but, uh, yeah, we're at the point, obviously we're just like, okay, it's coming, that one's coming out. We'll see it probably. And we kind of don't have any much care to it. And it's funny cause one of my coworkers slash friends is kind of on the same boat as us, but he's, he's like more committed. Like he avoids MC movies, like the plague, like he, tr- he avoids them. Like he knows he gets the question of like, you haven't seen Iron Man yet. You haven't seen this yet. And he like makes fun of them too and like he's on that level and he like kind of understands and knows like why or he kind of like is assured of himself why he doesn't watch it that he will not watch it and it's like very interesting because like i'm on the same level but obviously like i want to watch it for the culture and figure out like you know where this road's heading but it's just so interesting because like he's so committed to not watching them and it's so funny and so fun to see because like wow like (laughs) you really you really you know got a commitment there it's very interesting but yeah, so for the MCU state currently, like I totally agree with you. They are trying they're they're putting out so much content, I think. I think it's way too much. And like I think it's hard to to sort of catch up, to sort of like watch all of it. Like even in in Doctor Strange, I was watching it and you know, the cameos come up and I'm like, "Damn, did I miss something?" cuz everyone's going crazy for Captain Carter. Everyone's going crazy for this person. I'm like, "Did I miss something? Like did I were they mentioned already or this and that? Like did I mention mess any like stories about or anything like that and it's interesting too because also twitter feels the same way like everyone's asking someone like do i need to watch this first when you do this first and you that first and it's so fascinating because I, I can't tell if that's helping or hurting them like in in what sense does those diminishing returns sort of fall off because like 
yeah, you have all this content that people are consuming and paying you for, but then you have other content that relates to this that you want to sort of like connect together. But at the same time, you need to like everyone doesn't have time to watch everything. So it's like this slew of different people, different heroes, different stories, different things that are happening with these all-star cast members that are being used like Moon Knight, Oscar Isaac, WandaVision, Elizabeth Olsen, like all these different actors are popping up and, you know, creating these crazy stories and crazy people that are written off maybe fantastically. I, who knows? I haven't seen it. Like there's just so much like content as regards to what they're trying to do. And, and I totally agree with you that they're trying to like see what is the best, you know, hitting, like see what people really care about or like what people really want to see. And, all right, they want to see that. Let's let's put Doctor Strange, Hulk, Moon Knight, and fucking like Quicksilver <laughs> together. Let's see what happens. It's it kind of sucks, right? It's it feels like this like uh, disingenuine like creation of art, and it's like this art that's like being made for money and for the consumption of these people to spend their money on Marvel, on Disney, and stuff like that. Like as you're saying that, as you're saying like, oh, I think they're trying to see what sticks. I was thinking about, like, the sort of organic way that, like, you know, Iron Man, Captain America, uh, the Hulk, Thor, like, how that kind of organically came to organically came together. And it felt, I think, the reason why it became, you know, the MC became this phenomenon is because of that organic nature of, like, putting all these people together regardless of their ratings of the films. Like, the Hulk, who has, like, 16,000 films that are different from one another, different actors but use the actor that wasn't really it was like that whole hulk thing was a mess the whole thor thor thing was kind of a mess too and they still like brought them all together and created like these monumental films that created the craziest like box office success that anyone could imagine and and it just felt right at that moment i think it's because that have haven't happened yet and like the whole idea of creating a universe within your movies haven't hasn't happened yet but it felt organic it felt like they were they had a a plan of like we want to do the avengers which are these characters let's just make movies see how they do connect them in the after credits and then see how the overall avengers film does and that's so interesting to me because like all like a lot of those movies that like came first were kind of messy like they all didn't do super fantastic or super crazy numbers some of them even did terrible numbers from what i remember it it was crazy that they sort of just like organically did that but now i guess also with just like the amount of people the amount of things that people are consuming it does kind of make sense that they want to just push everything out but right now there there feels no roadmap they feel very lost stagnant and confused this is coming from someone that doesn't really necessarily care about the mcu you know like it's just these these giant holes that we can see like okay they have moon knight what do they do with that they have you know doctor strange still doesn't do with that Spider-Man's still a thing. How are they going to connect that? You know, Venom's also there too sometimes. Like, it <laughs> feels very, very messy and confused at the moment. And I, I can't tell if it's because, like, the amount of content they're pushing out that they can't really hone into something or if I can't hone into something. Um, it's just all over the place. And I think uh, Marvel sort of needs to find their standing, especially with, you know, what they want to do with this roadmap, these characters, these people that they put in their films, these after credits they make, post credits scenes they make. Like, what is going on with what's going on with you guys marvel <laughs> like what's happening what are you guys planning on doing here is more shows more movies what's happening i just think as of right now marvel is very very confused and messy see that wasn't so bad right we didn't you know talk that much <laughs> shit you know it's pretty pretty good we, we, yeah see, it's pretty thoughtful we, 
We we grew and learned over that one month that we didn't do <laughs> anything. You know? Over we the really, six years since the first Doctor Strange <laughs> came out. <laughs> we really grew from that first Doctor Strange film. Yes, yes. But yeah, honestly, like, um, I still do love, obviously, people loving these stuff. Because I think it's fun that they have something they could love and appreciate. And if the MCU is something that they could, that's fine. That's really fine with me. I am not fine with, like, obviously, capitalism and, and that nature of these rich people getting richer, but I'm glad that people are enjoying something that they enjoy. And I would never discredit that or, like, want that to be taken away, even though these movies are kind of a plague in some nature. But I digress. I'm going to go back into another bad rant. But, yeah, this has been our episode on Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. It has been a month since our last movie review, so... Thank you all for coming back and listening for the people who are listening. I we appreciate it. Like I I was kind of like worried about like what was gonna happen afterwards, but um yeah. I'm glad we're back. This was a lot of fun still. I was really I feel like I was talking a lot more than I usually do just because it's been a while. But yeah, it was fun. <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody. My name is Jocelyn Dicho and you can follow me on Instagram at the Space Wolf. And I'm Carmel and you can follow me at Catmella O. And you can follow Watch With Sound on Instagram at Watch With Sound, along with listening to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, and Anchor. And if any of those apps have the option to like, comment, subscribe, or anything for the algorithm, including Twitter and Instagram, please do so and please help us out and support us. For the people that do so already, we see you, thank you, and appreciate you. Um, please keep on doing it. <laughs> um, we also have a program on Anchor called Listener Support. It was actually subscribe at any dollar amount, only if you're able to, of course. That would help us a lot as well but with that thank you for listening everybody and keep on watching out for america the character (laughs) and the country what are we gonna do next (laughs) (laughs) stupid